It is time for our Green and Gold Insider, Jason Wilde, uh, three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, pet extraordinaire, pet owner extraordinaire. All-around good guy. All-around good guy. Father. Mark Tauscher and the William Tausch Show on ESPN. ESPN Radio. All of those things. It is Jason Wilde. Good morning, Jason. How are you? I'm great. I'm petting our dogs and talking to markets and... So things are off to a good start, and then you introduced me that way. What more could I ask for? Well, you know, the Packers could ask for more offense. I think they put the APB out on offense. Where is it, and what do we do to fix it or find it? So we're, you know, here's the thing, and and while football is not the same as parenting, um, there are some similarities, and I would argue that Matt Lafleur uh, has some young kids that he's trying to train. Now, I wouldn't necessarily call it potty training, hmm. but he's definitely trying to teach them how to play football in the NFL and how to have the precision and the ability to do things on time and at the right place because that's what offense is about. And so it was really interesting, you know, when we talked to him earlier in the week to talk about just kind of the struggles that such a young team is having. And I just, you know, there was a great example during the game on Monday night that the first series, they get, they had some success early on, right? They got mm-hmm. a couple of first downs. They're in uh, Raiders territory. And then on third down and three, uh, Jordan Love throws an incomplete pass. And if you were watching the game on television, you saw Luke Musgrave, their rookie tight end, come over to the sideline. And Matt LaFleur is not a yeller. He's not a screamer, but he got after Luke Musgrave. And as we found out on Tuesday, it was because Luke Musgrave ran completely the wrong route. (laughs) And had he run the right route, he'd have been open and caught the ball for a first down, and they would have kept the drive going. And for a team that is struggling to score early in games, it was a pretty big mistake. Yeah, And that's the kind of stuff that young players do. And I just think that the struggle right now is with guys really doing kind of the simple things because they're so young and inexperienced, and that's the struggle they have. So on the injury front, Quay Walker in his knee, Daryl Savage in his calf, and more importantly, Aaron Jones and that hamstring, it looks like, according to Matt LaFleur, that they should be good to go after resting for the bye week. Is Aaron Jones bringing him back? Is that the cure-all for this offense? Because as we noticed during the game, there was a certain lack of explosion. So is Aaron Jones what could be the cure-all for this offense? Yeah, you know, Marcus, I don't want to turn this into uh, Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee and we're going to have a debate about uh, some sort of health care aspect. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if he's the cure-all, but he's definitely going to improve their symptoms. So I don't know. Does that make them like NyQuil so you can get through without <laughs> right, just fair flu? Kind of cover it up. All that other stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I think they probably win that game uh, on Monday night if they have Aaron Jones available. And going back to what we were just talking about, like Aaron Jones is the one proven commodity, veteran, experienced player who we have seen make play after play after play for this offense. He's the only guy they got like that. So, yeah, I think he's, I don't know if he's going to cure everything that ails them, but he certainly would make things better. And, you know, Matt LaFleur, you know, his line was, I sure as hell hope so mm-hmm. that he's going to be available for the Broncos when they get back from the bye. But I, Matt LaFleur thought he was going to have him 
on Monday night against the Raiders. Yeah. And then on Saturday, he was starting to have issues with his hamstring again. So I don't think he can say anything definitive about when Aaron Jones will play. But when he does, he tilts the field in their direction. Okay, so speaking of the bye, is this a good thing or a bad thing now? We talked about in the beginning of the season having the bye this early might not be the best thing. Or, or is it because this team really needs to kind of get their stuff together? Well, the second part of what you said there, Doreen, is true, but it, it is really early. Um, if you remember, last year they went to London. Yeah. It was their fifth game of the season, just like Monday night was their fifth game of this season. And the NFL gave them the option to take their bye week after the London trip or not, and they chose not to. And they ended up actually getting their bye week in week 14, so they had four games left in the season. That is a long slog without a bye. You really would love to have it around week 8, 9, 10, somewhere in that window, so it's right in the middle of the, of the season. So, no, this is, they, they chose not to have a bye this early last year, now, this year, that's exactly what they have. When they come back, they will have 12 consecutive weeks of games. They'll have one short week for Thanksgiving, which will give them kind of a mini-buy after that. But now, there's, now they've got a long march toward the end of the season. So, yeah, this is, you know, there, there's, it feels like any time any NFL team has a buy, they always like to say, oh, buy comes at a perfect time. I don't think that's the case here. But to that, okay, we had 11 days to prepare for the Raiders. Now we have 13 <laughs> days to prepare for the Broncos. We saw an uninspired, unimaginative offense, a defense that was okay at times. We have longer to prepare for this. Does it scare you that after 11 days, that's the best we could do? Yeah, you definitely don't want to play like that when you have extra time, right? Yeah. And, and look, Jordan loved through three interceptions. It's very hard to win those games. Yeah. I went through and I looked up Brett Favre during his time had 39 games in which he threw three or more interceptions. That does not include that playoff game hmm. in St. Louis where he threw six of them and oh. three of them were returned for touchdowns. Uh, 39. And the, the Packers were, they won nine of those games and lost 30 of them. Aaron Rodgers during his career has had five games where he's thrown three interceptions has never had a four or a five interception game but the Packers were 0 and five in those five games that Rodgers had three picks and two of them came his first year as the starter so this is not abnormal this is not you know this happens to young quarterbacks uh even to Aaron Rodgers and so you know I don't I don't think that that was an accurate representation of what you know, eleven days of preparation did. Your quarterback throws three interceptions. You're going to lose. That's yeah. almost a given. So, speaking of Jordan Love, you know, Major League Baseball pitchers often there's a stat where the first time they go through a batting order, they have a a, a good success rate. But it's the second okay. and third time that they go through where you see those statistics go down. It's the great pitchers that can come through the second, a third time around because. The batters still don't know what to expect. Is this the case for Jordan Love, that now we've had five games to see tape on him, now we know what he can do, now we know how we can eliminate some of his uh, accuracy, some of his ability to roll out. Is that the case for Jordan Love now? Marcus, that is an outstanding 
analogy. I was actually listening um, to the Diamondbacks-Dodgers game on the drive back from Maddie's Ballet, and the Diamondbacks manager, like their starting pitcher was, I think, in the fifth inning yeah. and hadn't, hadn't like given up a base runner. I think he had one hit that, he, that he'd given up. And he gave up like a double, and the manager was out of the dugout pulling him, uh, I think, before the guy got to second base because he was going through the lineup again, and they were going to their bullpen. And I think it's a really good comp that none of these defenses, and look, the Bears, I don't think the Bears, I don't think the Bears are good enough no matter what information they have. <laughs> but none of these defenses really knew what to expect of Jordan Love. There was not a lot. He had played 157 regular season snaps before the season started in three years. And so I don't think most teams had any idea what to expect from him. And now they've got, like you said, five games of tape. And so I think they have a much better idea of what he does well, what he doesn't do well, what you want to exploit, what you want to make sure you defend because he's good at these things. So, yeah, I do think that this is now that point where, all right, Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love have to figure out what's the counter move. Now they have an idea of what I'm capable of. What am I going to do to counterbalance that? All right, so what do they do this off week? Do they do they get to go places like a typical off week, or is this more of a stay here and we let's... We need to work on some yeah. things, guys. No, they are, uh, they are... The players are all gone. They're all free uh, to go. In the last... Uh, there was an old... Uh, airline commercial where the bell dinged and then it was you are free to move about the country that's mm-hmm. exactly what they are right. now the coaches are not they they do get some time off but i asked matt McClure about that because he's pretty frustrated um and i do think he believes that most of their problems are youth related not talent related not scheme related so you know i asked him you know you're competitive are you going to take as much time off as you probably need to recharge the batteries? And he said, no, he's going to be at Lambeau Field just about every day, even though they're off for a few days. So he's he's trying to figure out how to get this offense going. So if Packers fans are frustrated with him, I can at least report that uh, he is not taking vacation time. He said he's not going to sleep at the office, but he's definitely going to be in there a lot. Maybe you'll sleep at the office chasing him down, asking him questions like, have you have you found a way to make this offense run? I do have a very nice couch in my office at my post, so I could sleep there if I needed to or if Paul ever got really mad at me and kicked me out. <laughs> well, we don't want that. Enjoy your um, Packer. Not a vacation week for you. No. Yeah, so. Enjoy your Packer free at least Sunday, and we'll talk again on Monday, and hopefully we'll, we'll have more, more answers. And be more optimistic. All right. Sounds good, everybody. Take care. Be good. Jason Wildey is brought to you by Mr. Holland's Home Services. Call 866-992-1717 or mrhollandshomeservices.com.